You're listening to Fit Pro Sessions with Parallel Coaching, episode number 36. Hi, I'm Neil Bergman. In today's podcast, myself and Haley are talking about four strategies to reignite your revision spark. So stay tuned. Hi, I'm Neil Bergman. And I'm Haley Bergman. Over the last 10 years, we've helped thousands of fitness professionals to get qualified, learn with simplicity, and coach clients with confidence. We're the first to say that learning and being a fit pro doesn't have to be hard work and that with the right structure, support and resources, you can become a confident and knowledgeable fitness professional that is dedicated to more. So how do you learn, qualify and kickstart as a fit pro? This is the Fit Pro Sessions podcast with Parallel Coaching. The question is, where did you lose the revision spark? Where did it go? Where did it go? You clearly had one to start off with. You've clearly had a spark. And then it just disappears. And we've heard this from a lot of learners. We're here in the middle of the coronavirus lockdown at so the moment. So a bit of context, uh, we, are, we are three weeks into a lockdown in the UK. Yeah, mid-April. Mid-April. Um, so yeah, we are well into the coronavirus lockdown. And we're finding that obviously lots of exam dates have been cancelled. And also like different changes have happened with work and having the kids home from school so loads of different things have happened so people maybe have got into a big routine over the last or whatever, no routine and now nothing <laughs> yeah. and it's all gone okay so you're saying we had a routine pre uh, COVID-19 yeah. whereas now there's no routine limited no, routine exactly so the cool. routine's been whipped away and the exam date has been whipped away and then poof any kind of spark there was about wanting the to do spark revision. has been whipped away yeah. it's like it's kind of like an old um boiler for your house that does the the heating for your house oh, yeah. and the, the light just slowly goes out oh. there we go disappears <laughs> over time and so there's no heat there's no heat on on, nice. on the revision um okay and, I like and, that. and, and let's stay with that because that's a bit like um obviously you only put your heating on because you got cold and so there's a stressor. The body's got a stress. It feels cold. So you do something about it. You take action. Well. And it's the same with revision. It's not until you have an exam deadline when you can feel the heat and feel the stress yeah. that you actually go ahead and take some action. Oh, I like that. There yes. we go. So it's kind of like the boiler actually works. Yeah, okay, nice. so the, 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 the exam date disappears. Therefore, your urgency or need to do revision dampens well. and so the light or that spark just yeah absolutely especially if you were making really good progress before you and you didn't understand the the urgency that you had from that that heat to being needed yeah um, <laughs> so earth... i just sprung that analogy yeah, on like Hayley. <laughs> Hayley's um, made or Hayley wrote loads of notes this morning and i just sprung it on her there you go well, like typical it. old meal <laughs> just going off script. Just the old. <laughs> okay well um <laughs> But you were making really good progress yeah. and you didn't necessarily realise that the urgency of your deadline was fueling that spark that you had. Wicked. You were just getting up, you were just doing the work because you know you had to and then suddenly... And even the people that perhaps you didn't have your exam booked but you knew that it was going to be on the cards in the next number of weeks yeah. or months, which it still is, it's yeah. just that because... We're in mid-April. We we don't know when this lockdown is going to be lifted or how it's going to be lifted and what impact that's going to have. So there's so much uncertainty. It's almost like, well, there, there, there's no point putting the spark back in right now. <laughs> yeah, and we've actually had a lot of people in our inner circle reach out and say, like, how do I get that revision motivation back? How do I do something now, even if I don't know when the deadline is? I just want to pause you there and go off script again. Like... 
I've been a fit pro now for like 15 years. So has Haley. You know, I, I'm a big fan of this word, like motivation. I want to be inspirational. And hopefully you can grab some of that from us. Yeah, I deep down believe that motivation is a lie. Motivation yeah. is just uh, a an emotion at the end of the day. I yeah. can't motivate you. You either want to do it or you don't. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> sideline again. <laughs> um, so a motivation isn't like that kick up the bum from anyone else. Mm. It's either that you want to do it or you don't. Yeah, which... We're it's gonna... not this like feeling of like, ah, I'm suddenly motivated Completely, today. yeah. And, and, and when you're looking for motivation from somebody else, it's an external motivation and that, that soon goes. Yeah. You've got to put the spark back on. You've got to go to the boiler and you know, get a match and you've got to put that boiler light back on yourself, so to speak. And it sounds quite harsh that. Now I yeah. can be the motivator. I can help you get to that point of striking the match and going to the boiler. And hopefully that's motivating. But it's still only Neil and Haley or something else you're grabbing that motivation from. So then the question becomes like, how do you actually put the spark back? Back and how do you keep the flame burning yourself? internally as opposed to going oh i just need a kick up the butt i just need a kick up the butt because i can give you as many kick up the butts as you want <laughs> or need but the reality is you're going to have to keep coming back for yeah. more kicks up the butt <laughs> whereas actually if you take it on board to now we're going to share with you basically four strategies four that... is a magic number oh, no! <laughs> i was actually on the phone to a learner the other week and she said is there any more singing going on? I was like, oh, there you go, Neil. You've just done it for the us. Tr the truth is, I, I do sing pretty much all day, every day. So it yeah. would be rude not to place it into a podcast. Every now and then. Apparently, my singing has got better. I think your singing's very good. It's much better than mine. Yeah, that is true. Even though <laughs> I think I'm not a great singer, I do know it's better than Hayley's. <laughs> but so, we're going to give you four strategies, four strategies to reignite your revision spark. Wicked. And then you can use these four strategies to be able to sort of pick up the books and start learning and revising again, even if you don't have a deadline booked, um, even if nothing's changed really externally you personally can still take that action and that's what today is so, about whether you're on lockdown you're not going out you're self-isolating maybe you've even had uh the coronavirus maybe your kids are at home maybe you're having to work from home and juggle with the kids not literally juggle but there's lots of things <laughs> going on but life right now doesn't look or feel the same as it did say three or four weeks ago yeah. Okay. So this is that kind of, how do I get the spark back? And what I really love about these four strategies we're going to share is what you learn in these four strategies, these four principles are going to help you not just with your exam, but it'll help you be able to prioritise things in the future. Anything to do with life. Like I was just yeah. thinking about this and I was going to butt in and say, you know, this isn't just about the not having a deadline. I need to get it. Uh, my revision will be fine. If I had a deadline, that's kind mm -hmm. of a, a this or that equation, <laughs> yeah. okay, um, which we could jump into an, an NLP of very, various things there of mindset, but it's not a this or that equation. What we're talking about is right now, I don't have a spark for some reason and I'm blaming it on no deadline. There we go. That's it. Should we st get started? Well, I'll have you consider that there's lots of things we're putting off or not doing and justifying it because of something else. Yes. The reality is we're just not doing it. 
Which leads into the first point. Perfectly into the first point. Tease so, it up a treat there. Strategy number one is that procrastination is still doing. Ooh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Knowledge bomb. So if you've ever found yourself saying, I'm procrastinating away from revising, or at the moment I'm just not doing revision, I keep finding myself procrastinating, we generally see it as inaction. So Neil, I'm procrastinating at the moment. That means that I'm not doing it. I'm, I'm I would in, make the assumption that if Hayley's procrastinating, she's not doing anything, yet she is doing something. So procrastination yes. is actually you're still doing something. You're choosing the activity you're doing to be of higher value and higher priority than the task you wish you were doing. I think this flips so Whoa. much, doesn't it? Amazing. So you're going, oh, I am still doing something. It's not that I'm not doing anything. I've just chosen to do something else. else. So a, 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 something <laughs> I hear an awful lot talking to learners, they phone up and they ask them about the revision boot camp. They got questions specifically about one part of a module, something that's niggling them. And they I get into talking uh, you know, about their revision schedule because I think in the revision boot camp we've broken it down into five stations. Uh, re revision stations. And I always talk about did you do station one or station two? And they go, Oh, I kind of skipped station two, which was the goal setting and the the revision schedule. And I think when you've got that nailed yeah. and you understand why you're doing it you can blast your way through this procrastination. Does yes. that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. And so when I ask them, sorry to keep, keep. Uh, waffling, is the number one thing that sidetracks them, the task they do when they are procrastinating is doing the washing up. Washing up, <laughs> putting basketfuls of laundry out, um, doing gardening, doing things around the house. And don't get me wrong, I've been there. I, I'm, I'm, I'll happily find other things to do. Yeah. And this is my point, though, with washing up. What this person has done, maybe this is you, is you're valuing the washing up to be of higher importance and higher priority in that moment in time compared to your revision. Yeah, wow. And when you think of it like that, suddenly there's a new perspective. You've kind of, if you're watching on YouTube, you've kind of walked around the opposite side of, of that chair yeah. and you've looked at it and gone, oh, wow, you're telling me I am valuing the washing up higher than passing my exam what do I get from washing up? I immediately get gratification that I've completed a task. Nice get, clean house. I get an immediate gratification <laughs> that I've got a nice clean house. But, no smelly plates but inside. Smelly, yeah, that's the immediate gratification. But there's no major immediate no. gratification maybe found Ooh, nice. in the revision. So it's a, you know, I think there is because you can say, well, I've learned X, Y and Z, which is why in the revision power hours, we talk about going back and reviewing what you've done. Yeah. But the point here is, if you can't understand why you're doing your revision and see the bigger picture of how passing this exam and owning this knowledge and having this science-backed, foolproof plan to get client results in the future and changing up, career... You're going to end up choosing other things. You're going to end up choosing the things that give you immediate gratification of higher priority in that moment in time. Well, it's essential I do the washing up now. Yeah. I have to do it now, whereas your vision can always wait. Off you go then. <laughs> you can I, do it. Too. I always get off washing up. I'll be, I'll have I can't you. remember the last time we did it. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, okay. because I don't procrastinate. I just crack <laughs> on and do all the tasks that I meant to do. <laughs> oh! <laughs> so, 
Strategy number two, <laughs> let's move on. Make the matrix of priority. The Eisenhower matrix. Yes. So the Eisenhower matrix is basically imagine a um a table. A, oh, punch baby <laughs> in the face. There. Imagine a quadrant. Okay, so uh, there's got four boxes. Four box. Um, and it's essentially broken down. I'm gonna sneeze, and I'm not gonna wear it. That's gone. <laughs> there we go. Uh, it's a matrix that talks. I didn't sneeze, and uh, and Ailey's gonna laugh. Still not gonna wear it myself. Uh, okay, that's fine. It doesn't matter. The uh, Eisenhower matrix. A quadrant of four. Imagine two boxes stacked on. <laughs> and this quadrant indicates how you prioritise tasks and the effect that this has on you yes. as well. So how are you prioritising these tasks? Exactly like Neil was just talking about, washing up will come back in a second. Um, so imagine you've got these four boxes. They're stacked up like a table. You've got important going along the uh, x-axis. Is that right? X along the bottom. Uh, horizontally horizontally and then urgent is up the side so you've kind of got this classification of something that could be important and urgent important and not urgent and then <laughs> this is amazing right let's just sidetrack so we're still not going to edit this one you ready because this is comedy value oh dear so imagine a square and it's Got very, a, a, I'm very a cross in the middle. Okay, you've got a box at the bottom left, bottom right. Okay, top left, top right. Yes. What we're doing is we're making a comparison between how important a task is versus how urgent it is. Oh, okay. Thank you. So in top left, you've got urgent and important. Thank okay? you. Yes. Now, what would is, be urgent and important? Well, anything can be urgent and important. You could make for washing up urgent and important. You could make any task urgent important now here's the thing is a lot of people don't live in this box ah, okay yes. but procrastination tasks do now in top right you've got not urgent sorry not important but urgent okay and then in bottom left just looking on the notes here you've got important but not urgent now i love living in this box Okay, and then it's in bottom, bottom right, as a bottom right is not important and not urgent. Now, this is where a lot of people live. A lot of people live in not important, not urgent things like uh, flaking out on Facebook and social media and doing things. Even watching TV, watching TV, Netflix, doing all the tasks that really aren't very important right now and not very urgent. Oh, nicely said. Okay. Yes. Now, revision, because there's no deadline, sits really in. It's not important right now and it's not urgent right now and so the spark goes out mm. i it's, say it's important to it, do okay so it could be important if you deem it to if be you important. deem it important but the point it's i'm trying to urgent. make is it's not urgent and it's not overly important right now because there is no deadline yeah. so it's not until somebody gets a deadline or gets more um heat in their revision that suddenly it starts to become important and not urgent and then really starts to move up into important and urgent now yes. this is where a lot of people go from not important and not urgent which is the bottom right which is the bottom right and it's not until they get maybe two three weeks out from their exam where suddenly they go bam it's now mega important and mega, mega urgent. urgent and so there's this huge final cram of revision and this is when we start to feel overwhelmed, stressed, annoyed, frustrated. We have an element of blame and shame on ourselves that we didn't take action earlier. 
because now we're living in this. It's round the corner. It's in two weeks' time. Got to do it. I've it's got to really do important, it. really urgent. Now, what I love about these strategies we're going to give you, or we've, we've started to give you, is, is living in bottom left, which is it's always important, but it's not urgent. So you could do it before it gets urgent. Yes. You, because it's important. Because it's that. important. And when you live in this part of the Eisenhower matrix in the bottom left, it's when you start to value and prioritise tasks, even though they're not urgent right now. Yeah. But they do pierce the heart with importantness. <laughs> Importantness. <laughs> Importantness. Uh, what's nice is they can apply this way beyond revision, yeah. way beyond anything else. So all the tasks that you do day to day, it doesn't mean that you're suddenly not going to do anything that maybe isn't important or, or as important in your life. But you might turn around and go, you know what, that's just not urgent to do right now. And maybe that is is important, but not urgent. And I'm still going to plan to do that. What I love about living in the important but not urgent frame mindset, certainly from a, re a revision perspective, is you build up this... Um, um, uh, the six inches between your ears becomes really, really strong. It's like a yeah. memory. It's like a muscle. It's a habitual muscle of learning. And so if you can... Do a task such as revision, make it important and feel the importantness of that, but it's not urgent. Once you've passed your exam, you're still going to want to feel that time with important but not urgent tasks. And well, I'll have you consider yeah. that that could, could continue to be um, learning things around sales, around marketing, around your fit, marketing. fitness pro business. Yeah. Uh, that could be continuing learning A&P. It could be deep diving into the topic you want to push your fitness career in. Now, I watched a a, a webinar with um, Peng Jun, uh, who's a really infamous marketer and, and salesperson um, around content creation on social media, and Jordan Yale. I think that's how you pronounce his name. Now, um, Jordan Yale, I'm pretty sure that's how you pronounce it, has got 5 million Facebook followers, uh, 2 million YouTubers wow. and whatnot. And he's massive in Malaysia as a fitness influencer. And his um, one thing he um, came back with was on this webinar was, I just love my trade. Oh, all nice. I do all day long is immerse myself in my trade. That was his number one tip. I'm constantly reading, constantly learning, constantly doing something around my trade. I am me and I am the trade. I am the So that the was important trade. to him. And he said that was the attributable, I can't get my words out today. Attributable? Attributable <laughs> to... Um, him getting, uh, you know, millions of followers and and influencing millions of people and wow. and selling literally hundreds of thousands of online packages. So it was important to him about learning and, 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 and immersing when we come back himself. to the Eisenhower, it's actually taking this time of revision and saying it's important to do my revision, but it's not urgent. I do it now, but I'm going to do it anyway. Nice. And using that time post-passing to immerse yourself into the trade of personal training into yoga a particular uh, aspect of yoga into pilates into kids fitness whatever it is you want to like drill in and specialize in your your niche it's using this important but not urgent habit of going i am going to be the best of the best in this particular area Awesome. I love that. It took me a long time to get there. <laughs> I really think that was awesome. No, that was really, really helpful as well. And like giving some context that it goes far beyond just your vision, but it's about what you do learning. So when we go back to procrastination, the first point was you're 
you're choosing to do something else mm. because it was the other thing is deemed more important. We're now saying come down to the Eisenhower and there's this logical uh, next step of it's important but not urgent. It's that importance comes back up and it goes back to kind of blowing up the 10,000 foot view of what do I want to be? Who do I want to look like? How do I want to act as a fitness professional going forwards? Yeah. It's not just, I want to pass. I want to get my 70% yeah. or my 90% or top marks, whatever percent you want to get and just go, right, there's my book so they can go on a shelf. It's actually saying this revision time had hidden benefits to me actually developing the mindset muscle of moving forward and being the best. And I'm going to add something else to that. If you consider that two weeks before your exam, you were happy to do it because it was important and urgent and you were in the cram oh, process. Yep. The only difference is that the urgency has gone. So you're still saying it's important. So you already know it's important. All you've got to do is now plan to do it regardless of how urgent regardless it is. Regardless of how urgent it is. Because the moment it goes top left box on the Eisenhower matrix, it becomes important and urgent. And as the days tick on towards this deadline, it becomes mega important and mega urgent. And that's when we feel overwhelmed. That's when we feel tired. That's when we feel frustrated. That's when we aren't able to remember things instinctively. Feel out of control, really. That, you just got to do it. We feel out of control. That's when we don't read things um, in context. That's when yeah. we start seeing the words move around the page. And we don't absorb the information. Perfect. That's when it becomes hard. Yeah. Simple. So, so, so ditch the overwhelm. Ditch all of the things you don't want and Stop. make it important but not urgent and start now. Exactly. As you kick up the butt. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Number three. Number three. The third strategy is all about setting goals. Which is revision bootcamp station number Two. How many times have we said on this podcast you need to set a goal? Um, if you well, let's just stay with that. If you get in a car now, yeah, I know you're not allowed to because you're on lockdown. <laughs> I get that. But if you were to get in a car now and just say to Google Maps, uh, take me to um, uh, anywhere. The Google Maps would turn around and go, um, I don't know what you mean. I, I, I say to my iPhone, hey, Siri, take me to anywhere. And he goes, Siri doesn't know what the hell is going on. Don't know what you mean. I don't know what you mean. Without a destination, Google Maps or Siri doesn't know where you want to go to. So it can't nice. plot a course. So if you don't have a goal... You really haven't plotted a course. Exactly. Which means you don't have any direction. So you've got to start with a goal. Now, if you have nothing at the moment, if your exam deadline's been whipped away from you, don't know how long we're on lockdown, don't know how long but it's going to be. you do know you have an exam. Oh, nice. So you know you've got an exam. You know what's included in that exam. You know what revision and study you've got to do. Now, the only thing that's different is the time frame. So really set yourself a goal, even if nobody set it for you, that you're going to have a rough deadline in your mind and accept that it may well move past that. Yeah. So I had one lady that I was talking to. This is to really on... good. At... I love what you're about to say. <laughs> you already know. Yeah. And <laughs> um, there was a lady that I was talking um, to over email or messenger or something. Yesterday. Yeah. And she was saying, my exam's booked for four weeks time. I don't think it's going to go ahead because of lockdown measures and everything else. But they haven't cancelled it yet. I was like, well, actually, that's a really good opportunity for you to see this as a deadline. So you can now 
do a four week revision plan. You can plan everything out over four weeks and you can just do that. And then if you get close to that four weeks and they move it, you've already done all your revision. And now from there, you can then extend it and just have recap time. Yeah. And that recap time gets stronger and stronger and you learn way more than you ever thought you could. I, I just want to point out that we use the word revision because you use the word revision. I actually like the word learning. Yes, learning. <laughs> you actually have to learn it before you revise it. You actually it. have to, need to learn it before you revise it. So the first stage of revision is learning because it's the first time you've absorbed or seen this information it's brand new and and revision is ultimately is repetition of the same information and that's what i love about the boot camp because you get it from um a visual you get yep. it from uh, written text we refer back to the manual where you can make checks you also get it from an auditory perspective you get it from metaphors analogies and synonyms and questions so you've got lots of different learning approaches coming into the brain and so really what we're talking about it, it just wouldn't make sense would it for le the learning boot camp Revision boot camp just sounds better. But my point here would be for you, well, we were talking to that lady, was the first two or three weeks are all about learning, revising, and then if the exam does get moved, you've learned all the information. So now you can go, right, the exam's moved for another six weeks away. Fingers crossed it goes ahead. Now I just need to return back to the things that I've learned but don't quite feel 100% confident with. Perfect. And keep recapping and keep recapping versus... And that does wonders for your confidence, Versus right? the other person, your your colleague in your in your class, that turned around and gone, ah, sod it, we're on COVID-19 lockdown. My, my exam's going to be cancelled. And he's betting on that. And now all of a sudden, they, the exam date comes through and he goes from bottom right of that Eisenhower matrix, which was not important and not urgent, all the way up into top left, which was very important, very, very important, so very, very urgent. And he goes damn my back's against the wall it's very very cold in here yeah. let's go and turn the heating on the spark comes on but instead of having to just nice. turn the thermostat up on the wall to say 15 degrees he has to turn it up to 50 million degrees because <laughs> he's got to learn everything in the space of a week then revise everything in the space of two days and then do exam strategy and everything else so wow what type of goal do you want Perfect. do you want to just slowly turn the thermostat up and feel the heat over four five six ten weeks and have a goal or do you want to go now nah, let's just turn the heat down zero degrees in here i'm happy with that not urgent not important sod it don't matter and Perfect. then when 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 the, the deadline comes your exam is in four weeks now neil damn straight to the boiler turn the thermostat up 50 million degrees. And I know what I'd rather father. choose. Hey. <laughs> so strategy number four is plan and do. Plan and do. So now you've got your self-imposed deadline, your goal that you want to have everything learnt by or revised by. Um, like, just check the control level here. You've chosen to have a self-imposed deadline. Yeah. Like, that immediately makes me feel great. Yeah. I, let's like take it back to the podcast, for example. We're filming three or four in one day, batch them together whilst we're in the groove, we're in the mindset. And so we are self-imposing a deadline and saying these must be recorded at this time. And now the benefit, the payoff is that I have, we have a bank of podcasts to come out regardless of what life throws us. And yes. that feels great. Yes. Control is there, it's the control. security. And yeah. that's what a lot of people in around the world, the UK, are lacking right now in amongst this coronavirus is a lack of control, a lack of certainty, a lack of security. 
Absolutely. There we go. Yeah. So it, it can self-impose deadline. If you've got any anxiety, self-impose yourself a deadline. Yeah. Um, and then you want to plan what you're going to do between now and that deadline. You're not just going to wake up in the morning and go, oh, I said I was going to revise today. What am I supposed to be doing again? You're going to have it all planned out in advance. It's something that we do in the Revision Mastery Bootcamp in that we give you a four and an eight week plan. I love the four and eight week plan. So do but I. I like... <laughs> I love I love the revision weekly. I know, but you can only do the weekly revision only, once you know what you've got on your plan. When you know the macro, the big the big picture of the four weeks, you can then say go into your weekly revision plan and exactly. say this is what I'm going to do this one week. But what I love about that is it talks about what's a priority. Yes. What are your top three things you're going to do this week, and then it's yeah. got your Monday through to Sunday, and it's got space to you know, uh, map out, right, I'm going to watch this tutorial here and read these pages there. But it then allows you to go to your family and say, look, I have planned to do 30 minutes revision on a Wednesday morning. Uh, can you look after the kids for this? Or or can we have a different activity in the house and make just make sure it's a little bit quieter? Yeah. No water fights at this point. You can set yourself up for success. <laughs> you can set yourself up yeah. for success because you know what you want in advance. So now you can manage your house expectations. And also there's accountability there, isn't there? Because yeah. you, even your kids can turn around and go, did you do your revision today? Exactly. I don't think you were there for a full hour. And the amount of learners that also message us with their revision weekly planners. And then we message them back on certain days and go, did you do the work? Did you did do you it? Did you do it? Because at the end of the day, if you didn't do it, you're not on, you're not sticking to what you said you would do. In the same way you'd turn around to your client, if they haven't done the plan you set them exercise-wise... You would be calling them out so, quite a bit. So planning and doing are key to getting your revision spark back. There's one thing saying, I will do X, but then there's another thing of actually doing it. Yeah. And the only way you can really provide clear evidence of this spark is switched back on is with the evidence of results. And once you've done your first week, if you just one week at a time, if you, once you've done your first week, yeah, exactly. your spark will be so much on because you're like, oh, I've proven to myself I can do this. Yeah. This is awesome. Well, it's like somebody going to a boot camp for the very first time. Take an inactive person that's not done any training or fitness for like 20 years and they sign up to a boot camp. And it's really, really scary to start off with. But in that first week, they proved to themselves that they had what it takes to turn up early, turn up two or three times. And they go, actually, this wasn't actually... As hard as, as hard as I thought. I've been putting it off for so long, procrastinating, overtaking action. And then the second week becomes easier. The third week easier again. And the fourth week, they feel like a veteran. And then the new person comes in and they go, you wait two or three weeks, it'll feel totally different. And there we go. So Exactly that. Let's just recap out of the four. Number one was procrastination. And procrastination is you're still, still doing, doing something. It. You're still doing something. You're just choosing something that you deem to be more important and more of more priority than your actual revision, which I think is craziness because the payoff for your revision um, it has so many more benefits compared to your washing up. Number two was the matrix of priority. So talking about Eisenhower's matrix with the important and urgent. Whenever I think about Eisenhower, I always I don't. Think I know it... you're going Breaking Bad, aren't you? No. Oh, I thought you. I was <laughs> I was going to go Police Academy, the really tall guy oh, in Police Academy. Police I'm Academy. thinking I think he was called Eisenhower or Eisenhower. I don't know. Anyway, um, comment below and let us know. <laughs> but we had the four boxes, and we said that a lot of people live in this bottom right box of not important, not urgent, and then when it when heat gets 
going, they go in very important, very urgent. And I want you to consider to live in bottom left box, which is all about it's important but not urgent right now. I choose to do it. I get to do it rather than I have to do it. Mm. Go and rewind that bit. Okay. I get to do it. I choose to do it. I don't have to do it. That's lovely. Number three was setting goals. Perfect. Yeah, give yourself a self-imposed deadline. If you Give yourself a self-imposed deadline. If you don't have a destination, don't intend to go anywhere. <laughs> Number four <laughs> is plan and do. Just go and do the work. You will thank yourself for... Planning to week in advance plan and go for it. You will thank yourself for it once you've done it. Cool. So what's next? We basically want to give you a, a chance to have the weekly revision planner that Neil was talking about. So if you haven't already got a log in with us at Parallel Coaching Academy. Yes, it's something really cool. I don't even we've told people on the podcast yet. Yeah. So uh, the, go to parallelcoaching.co.uk or parallelcoachingacademy.com. You can sign up for a free login now where you can download all of the mock questions. So... Uh, Oh, you've got it. You've all got the, it. Yeah, there's hundreds of mock questions. You can download them all. You only have to sign up once. Uh, it's free, which means you don't have to keep putting your email address in to get the, the mock questions. And you also get the revision weekly planner for free. Yeah. Alongside a video series that we've put in, oh, yes, of which is all about COACH, which is an acronym. Um, and there's five videos in there with some cheat sheets in there about how to become an outstanding coach, which is a really cool video series. And it's series. all free. Uh, but we did a well, a couple of years ago now, which is still a mega, mega value and hugely relevant to being an outstanding coach right now. Um, yeah. So go and have a look about. It's really, really cool. I love the new changes, in fact. Yeah, lovely. Anything else I can do? I was going to say, you can also access the four and eight week planner. So if you need help with revising, basically dive into our Vision Mastery boot camps. We've got them for level two and level three anatomy. We've got them for level two principles. We've got them for level three nutrition and like, muscle memory sprint. I, Loads of stuff going on. It is literally the logical next step. But we've so done a restructure, didn't we? We have done a restructure and you've got the five uh, revision stations in every boot camp now. So you've got the 10,000 foot big picture view, revision station one uh, station two is your goal setting we get you really really clear on what to do where to go get the coordinates of your destination like nailed and that's where we give you the four and eight week plan so you literally it. know what you've got to do every single week to between now and four weeks time or now and eight weeks time for your self-imposed deadline then revision station three is all of the actual content so yep. depending on what boot camp you go for you get between six and eight video tutorials with cheat sheets downloadable mp3s mp4s and then revision station four is about <laughs> is exam strategy. exam strategy and we give you the ins and outs five simple steps to understand uh, breaking down every exam question whether it be easy or really really tough and then number five is, is testing, testing which is mock knowledge. questions and more cheat sheets um it literally is the logical next step however cheesy that sounds if you've got value from our podcast and you've enjoyed our podcast um Hayley's the main tutor on the boot camp and she literally oh. takes you through it's not face to camera um, although you can see a little bit of <laughs> Hayley's face in the bottom right hand corner on some of the videos tutorials but it is it's literally taking through everything you must know to be super confident for your exam yeah exactly cool um, now your next step but the other logical next step is to drop a five-star review on itunes um, and if you're on uh, youtube hit subscribe bam and, and also just tell us 
on the feedback any way you can with this, whether that's underneath the video. How are you listening to this podcast? With their ears, of course. Ah, I was talking to a lady and she says, I love this podcast. It's like you're going out for a walk with me and just having a okay. chat. So, where, so they're where, listening, are you where are you listening whilst you're to listening? Yeah. <laughs> cool, man. I like it. Where would you listen to it if you were just going to be listening to a podcast? Well, at the moment, in the garden. In the garden. You can't go anywhere. <laughs> so with that said, I hope you are safe and well. I hope your um, friends, family, work colleagues are all safe and well with coronavirus. Um, please stay safe, stay at home and reach out if you do need us. And hopefully we've given you a nice little kick up the butt for getting that spark back in your revision. Outside of that, we'll see you on the next episode. See you later. Bye. Hi, I'm Neil Bergman. And I'm Hayley Bergman. Over the last 10 years, we've helped thousands of fitness professionals to get qualified, learn with simplicity, and coach clients with confidence. We're the first to say that learning and being a fit pro doesn't have to be hard work, and that with the right structure, support, and resources, you can become a confident and knowledgeable fitness professional that is dedicated to more. So how do you learn, qualify, and kickstart as a fit pro? This is the Fit Pro Sessions podcast with Parallel Coaching.